0: We're back here episode 13 and boy do we have an axe to grind these YouTube charlatans have stolen our name going deep for one of their podcasts and all I can say is this those gentlemen have never gone deep on anything except a deep dish pizza with their shriveled wieners and their I don't want to get into it that much. I don't know how you feel, Doc, but it's really got me incensed. Amateurs. That's the only word I have for these idiots. Amateurs.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what we're talking about, go and very briefly, on the YouTube, search for the Fantasy Footballers and check out their most recent episode and you will find that they have committed a heinous crime In copying our own podcast name for a title of one of their horrendous episodes. And ladies and gentlemen, I see this as any reasonable man would see it as a declaration of war between our two podcasts. Those
0: boys don't know nothing about going deep. Anyway, this is the last week before the draft. We're about to start our season and roll into 2020 with some trepidation. A lot of people are saying a week of silence is needed. I'm not one of them. So, let's kick off this episode with Ian. Yeah, we got Ian in the podcast,
1: ladies and gentlemen. One more time, Ian.
2: Back back again, everybody. Uh, Good to, have you back, to the sir. show. Yeah, uh, I know we have the draft coming up next week. Looking forward to that. And just because the draft is coming up does not mean I will be keeping secrets today. Wow. So no you're going to let it all hang out. Hey, if you want a player before me, you got to draft him before me.
0: Ian is a man not known for throwing smoke. Um, now, some interesting things have been happening. The NBA's players are pretty much going to force or possibly trying to force the season, the playoffs, to close. The Lions have also done this. The Milwaukee Brewers. Could it happen in the NFL?
1: I just don't think that the NFL is quite in the same position as the NBA. The NBA seems like a lot more player-orientated. NFL seems a lot more profit-orientated. And whilst I respect the, uh, the NBA players' attempts here to make a political gesture, I just don't think
2: that the NFL players quite have that level of power over the NFL. I could see Jerry Jones uh, just going out to the concession boy and seeing the popcorn boy back behind center trying to throw the ball about five yards. So...
0: You get down, get behind the center, boy, and throw that football over there to Michael Gatto. No one wants to see this. Nobody no, wants no, to see No, 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 no,
2: no. Nobody wants
0: to see Jerry Jones either. But, another story. Um, I think, yeah, the NFL players probably won't try to boycott the season. But, I mean, sometimes you have to do these sort of things to, like, push the real agenda forward. And you, sports always isn't the most important thing, and sort of this is a time where there's all eyes on sports. So it is the time to do it. Now is the time.
2: If that, you're gonna do it. That is very fair, and it is a horrible tragedy yeah. what has happened. And I do hope the players and coaches have time to talk about it together, and express their opinions and their feelings. And I do hope that the ownership listens to the players as well. And hopefully an open dialogue can be formed before the beginning of the season.
1: Now, did you guys see the interview that, uh, what's his name, Goodell, the commissioner, did with that? Well, uh, by
0: the way, Goodell dresses a bit like Andrew Shuttler.
1: Did might, anybody else
0: notice this? Andrew Shuttler and Goodell wear very similar clothing. Could be related. I, I, they wear the same shoes and the same pants. And very similar shirts. Distant relatives. That's my opinion. I don't know. The, I thought I was looking at Andrew Scheller When I was watching, I was like, is that Andrew? What, how did he get on the NFL.com? Yeah, gross. Anyway, what good Goodell, Goodell was saying how he stood with all the players. And, well, yeah, and he said, oh, I'm." Or I, with him. we
1: apologize to Kaepernick because we didn't listen to you enough at the time, and now we all understand your grievances. It was just um some pretty gross, far-too-late uh, attempts to make up for what has been a, uh,
0: a horrendous call uh, by this commissioner. Yeah, I'm not sure what. I, I don't think Kaepernick will ever ever play again in the league. Um, I don't know if he wants to play anymore. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, he he kind of came clean a bit, though. He apologized, kind of a little bit of an apology, I guess, because he knew it was a bit wrong that they they did blackball him. They did. They did. and I think it might not have been Goodell. At the helm. It might have been somebody more like a Jerry Jones at the helm. He just
1: seems as a, a slightly weak leader to me. He'll, he'll he, just do, you know, what, whatever the other owners want yeah, him to do. He's at the
0: owner's bidding. Reminds me of Trump a little bit in that regard. Yeah, he's at the owner's bidding for sure. But he does dress like Andrew Shuttler. I think that's important to remember. Very similar shoes. Now... um yeah, so some Hard Knocks episodes been coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't watched it. I still don't own I'm, a TV. I haven't owned a TV since
1: 1989, and I refuse to buy one. Has it come out on Viewmaster yet? Is that kind of your idea here? No, I, I'm just refusing to watch it because, honestly, I have no interest in those L.A. teams. I have no interest in the Hard Knocks. I'm just waiting for football,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's like football light. It's not really
2: satiating. Kind of like the Los Angeles Chargers or the San Diego Chargers light, and we all still just wish they were there.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm not really sure I like these new L.A. Chargers, but I like Eckler, and we're going to get to that later. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first thing we're going to start with is the stat leaders. Who we think is going to be the number one player at each of the three prominent positions this fantasy season. Um, and just
1: to make clear, this is just our, our random, or not random, but our, our uh, educated guesses for this. Obviously, this is quite a hard one to come up with, uh, but we're going to say who do we think is going to lead the, the league in, in rushing, and receiving, and then passing this year?
2: Yeah, just to add, like, like just saying with educated guesses, Derrick Henry was a sixth round pick last year. Like, yeah. so predicting this is quite difficult, but can be quite a lot of fun.
0: But I see Derek now. I see Derek Henry going more into the second round. Who knows when he's going to go? Uh, his workouts on YouTube have been pretty crazy. I've have, seen him be taking them. in the first. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah, Derek I can see him taken. go in the first. So we're going to do the receiver, the running back, and the quarterback, and decide. Uh, we're each going to give our opinion. So who want, Ian? You're the guest, so you can kick us off with receiver. Let's start with the receiver.
2: Well, so for receiver, uh, we've I've. Personally made a choice not to kind of pick the obvious choice here with Michael Thomas. I actually like Julio Jones to be the league leader in receiving yards. Nice. One is with Hooper being gone. That's about a hundred so targets opening up. Gurley is going to be a better running back than anything they've had in Atlanta in a while. And that should only help. And Julio has shown that it doesn't matter. You can double team him, triple team him. He catches the ball no matter what. And I think that this is probably about the end of the Falcons' window, and they're just going to go for it this year. And with Ridley coming on, being a little bit better as well, and him starting to draw a bit more attention from the safeties, I think Julio's just going to haul in his 15 catches or so a game and get close to that 1,500 to 2,000-yard mark. Do you think Julio's still the best wide receiver in the league? Just purely from a talent basis? I think in terms of just a ball magnet, he probably is. Like, you just throw it up and he gets it, right? Like, there's, there's other wide receivers who kind of rely on other tools. Tyreek Hill being one of just, I'm just going to outrun everybody. Being a Chiefs fan, it's easy to bring up. But Julio, he's almost got tied in size and strength at the receiver position. So he could go up and get it. And there aren't many receivers in that mold anymore in this league. Like, it's gone to a speed game a lot more on the outside.
1: And honestly, it's Julio's ball skills and his feet at the line. Those uh, toe-tapping catches that he makes, I could watch that all day, baby. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, Uh, I'm going to pick somebody a bit different. And this is way out in left field. I like it. And we're going to get to them later as well because they're in the second section. I'm going Keenan Allen is going to lead the Mm -hmm. NFL in yardage. Wow. We're talking yardage. Wow. Keenan Allen, after watching Hard Knocks, you realize he is one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL. Best without, route without a doubt. Best route he can runner. catch, he can run routes. Okay, quarterback is a question mark for the Chargers. Nobody expects the Chargers to do well. Who were the 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 receiving leaders last year? You had Mike Evans up there. You had Godwin, you had players on bad teams. Jones was up there. Players on bad teams. The Chargers are probably not going to make the playoffs this year, but they have very good offensive weapons. They had Eckler. They got Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. I see that they're going to be in a lot of shootouts with the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Broncos. So I do see somebody like Keenan Allen. I think Keenan Allen's the best example of someone who could – I wouldn't be surprised if he had 1,500 yards, 1,400 yards. At the end of the season, I
1: like it, John. That's a nice. Uh, it's, that's, you're going deep, baby. I have to,
0: yeah, That's what those boys over the fantasy footballers don't do. They don't know how to go deep.
2: Yeah, we'll talk about it later when we talk later in the episode and we talk about the AFC West. But you know, Tyrod Taylor, not a great mid tier, but he does have a good deep ball. And he is, so, very yeah. good deep
0: ball. Uh, Mike Williams just went down, and it's usually a team that's like an eight and eight team where the best receiver is found. Very what true. What do you think, Doc? I love it. All right, so. Like you said, I, I kind of want to have a nice going deep
1: effort, okay? And I try to come up with one, honestly, but one name keep, kept, kept coming up in my mind, honestly, and it's Devontae Adams. Um, I, I just can't... Do you remember what happened in 2018? Obviously, last year he had injuries. Let me just remind you what happened. Two years ago, 111 receptions, 1,386 yards and 13 yeah. touchdowns. That could be enough to, to yeah. win the, the receiving yeah. championship.
0: And he's playing with somebody who has really, really, uh, like he's a, a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is pissed because Jordan Love looks like a terrible quarterback. He looks terrible
2: in, I, in camp. I can see Aaron Rodgers staring him down from the sideline. You'll never, was, yeah, he'll never you'll do never do this, make boy. This
0: throw, you'll <laughs> never make this throw as a ray, a teardrop, a little drop of rain, right into Devontae Adams' hands. For like a 60 yard touchdown. I can't wait to see that, honestly. Yeah. Um,
1: no, I said I wanted to try and go a little bit deeper, though, and so here's my going deep attempt. This might not be the leading receiver overall, but I thought to lead the league in receptions, I thought it could be my man DJ Moore. It's possible. I'm really? Carolina okay. Now, he's a good player. Terrible team, I think, on the defensive end, so they're going to be passing it a lot. He seems to be their possession receiver, he has great hands. I quite like this man to have a, at least over 100 receptions. Who knows what happens when my man Terry.
0: Ter- old Terry Bridgewater.
1: Terry told me the other day he likes DJ Moore. And so, I, uh, just as a, a deep, going deep, real deep on this
0: one, DJ Moore to lead in receptions. Yeah, receptions is a harder one to predict. I
1: only mean,
0: because the top-tier players, Julio, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and Michael Thomas, get are uh, like their they are guaranteed their targets. So, receptions is very hard to crack into the top five.
2: I, I will say this. If we're talking about receptions leaders, uh, there's another person I would like to bring up. Is Let's think about the Buccaneers and think about Tom Brady for a minute. Who were Tom Brady's favorite receivers for most of his career?
1: The slot receivers? Yeah. Possibly Godwin.
2: How is Chris Godwin going to do with Tom Brady? His arm was starting to kind of fade a bit last season. I don't know. But, but I, I you know, know, Edelman, Welker, I mean, the, White, the man has always thrived on that short 10 to 15-yard like, pass and crossing pounder down the middle. Godwin's going to be eating that, those up all Florida season.
0: sun, though, the nice warm weather. Maybe it loosens up the joints. Maybe he's throwing a little bit further, feeling good. He's at the beach on his off days. He might be going deep, baby. I don't
2: know. know. He's not Robert Kraft. Is
0: he going to be going... I mean, Mike Evans didn't have a lot of receptions. Godwin had more receptions than Mm -hmm. Mike Evans last year. I think that's going to be the same case this year. But I don't see Godwin getting over 100 receptions. That would be very... In that offense...
2: I know you were complaining about the heat, but I remember, Gronk came out and complained about playing yeah, in that Florida no, no, heat. No,
0: its I think the heat's going to be good for Brady. I think he's, like, rejuvenated, like a person who retires. Around, I would like, say he's like it's an old man going, going down to Florida. Man going okay. Florida. He's trying to live his best life down on the Florida sand, and he, I honestly, I see Brady over 30 touchdowns
2: If Brady drives the, trying hard. If Brady drives a golf cart himself out of the tunnel, I will be so happy.
0: And he gets out with his walker, and then he goes out there and just chucks, and apparently... From what the people are saying, the analyst, his arm, is not diminished. We'll see. I, I mean, that's, you can take that with a grain of salt. But I just don't think he likes to put it into like, contested catch. I, I don't think he's going to chuck it up to Evans once a game. But like I do think that both of those receivers are going to be great. Godwin is going to have more receptions. I don't think he'll challenge for the lead, though. Remember last year, the record was broken at 150. Or hundred fifty eight or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't see anybody coming close to that who's not named Michael Thomas. Fair enough. All right. Should we move on to rushers yeah. then? Yeah, rusher. What do you think, Ian? All Running right. Running
2: back. So, so for rushers, uh, I think this year it's actually quite hard to do because every year it's since I think the last person who went back to back leading the league was Ladanian Tomlinson, if I think right, and that was like twenty years ago almost. So. I'm not picking Henry again for this. Actually, I'm going to go somewhere a little weirder with this. I think Kenyon Drake is actually going to lead wow. the league in rushing yards. I know, it's this is a long way, but so let me explain. Like going so, deep baby. Okay. Yeah, we're going full deep. We're going to deep 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 deep. So, in like two of the games where Drake was fully implemented in the Arizona offense, Keep rushed for 137 yards the first time on 20 carries, then 166 yards on 24 carries. If, and I know it is a big if, he can keep up that pace, easy. He's going to take that rushing title. No problem. And they've shown that he fits well within their offense. He is, whoever's drafting him in second round probably is going to get a great bell back. And... I think that that whole offense with DeAndre Hopkins is going to stretch the field, going to keep the safeties back a bit more. Christian Kirk's speed, same thing, keeps the safeties back. There's going to be room to run those about five to six yards of carry. He could have, I think a comparable season would be uh, the Jamal Charles era of the Chiefs, kind of. That's where I really see him kind of being able to fit in with that offense. Now, I know he has not ever had more than about 200 carries in a season, so there is the injury risk for sure.
0: He's in a walking boot right now. Yeah, I know. So the the
2: reason that
1: he's never had those amount of carries, <clears throat> it's not because of injuries. I think it must be because I, he doesn't get on with coaches or other players. I think there's some behind the scenes stuff with Kenyon Drake that makes me a little bit nervous. He's still my running back ten on the year. I like Kenyon Drake a lot, but I'm a little bit nervous.
2: Oh, for sure. But I do think he. I think he's one of those guys you could get in the second round who could end up being an RB, a top three running back, for sure. If you're kind of drafting at the back end of the second round, would absolutely be tar- targeting Kenyon Drake. Okay,
0: 100%. Kenyon Drake. Um, for me, top running back, leading rusher. This is just rushing yards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs He's going to take it home this year. Um, I don't think he's going to contribute much in the passing game, so I don't think he's going to be the running back one. But I think he's going to have the most rush yards. And I, do, I think this year seems something in the, in the air where 1,300 yards will get you that win. Will get you that Kareem Hunt win a couple of years ago. Where he had 1,300 yards and that was the lead rusher for the whole season as a rookie. I see somebody like Josh Jacobs being the lead rusher. I like it. Second I do. I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Chubb. His second year, lead rusher. Um, first year, he had about a thousand yards. Second year, really burst out. I think they're going to lean on him a lot this year. I like it. Now,
1: if I was on a, a lower quality program, like the Fancy Footballers,
0: with their three little minstrels. Only freaking thing they're going deep on is a freaking goddamn cow's own. They got, uh, what do they got? They got
1: Andrew, but not the real Andrew, just that little blonde haired boy. Andy they got a hat guy who does the music and then they got old pork chop up there in the middle there they think they got something and they, they really don't have anything ladies and gentlemen so I'm glad you're listening to a, a finer podcast going deep here with Doc and the Hawk now if I was on that lower quality podcast I'd say obviously Saquon Barkley is going to lead the league in rushing because he's the best running back in the league ladies and gentlemen and I think it's quite an easy answer But I don't want to give you that answer, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to give you Josh Jacobs, and then John took it from underneath me. And so I think I'm going to go out real deep, ladies and gentlemen. Who do I think is going to lead the league in rushing? I think I might go, and he was mentioned last week, I might go Nick Chubb. And I know that my nemesis, my ex-nemesis, we have a new nemesis here, Ian. It's obviously the fantasy footballers. You were my ex-nemesis.
2: we Are calling it a detente on this?
1: I think we're going to call it a detente. You're a great guest also. But I think Nick Chubb could lead the league in, in rushing. We mentioned it last week. He's just a, a, a great rusher. I think uh, Andrew's point last week was well made. The uh, new coaching staff, I think they will prioritize the, uh, the ground game. They're going to rush it a lot. I think Nick Chubb could potentially go for 1,400, 1,500 yards.
2: I do see that, especially if this Kareem Hunt and the slot experiment actually is working. They may just, he may just become a slot receiver, which with his skill set would totally work. So.
1: I like Chubb I like, I like this year. Now, let, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we've, we've had the receivers. We've had the rushers. Let's do the passers real quick. Um, who do you like to be the best passer this year?
2: I think this is a pretty less of a going deep type pick, and I've been high on the Cardinals offense for a while, and I do love Kyler Murray. I think this is year two of them trying to install that air raid offense. Now, I do know the last time a college coach came in and tried to do that was Chip Kelly. And that did not work. However, the NFL rules have changed quite a bit on receiving and pushing off and pressing and everything in the last few years. And I think that this time, the college air raid will work in the NFL. And I think that they're just going to be chucking it. Like, I think the Carl's offense is going to go wild this year. And it helps that I think the Carl's defense is not very good. I think the Chiefs of 2018, I think the Cardinals are going to have a very similar season to the 2018 Chiefs. Maybe not as many wins, but it's kind of a similar situation where the defense is about 20th in the league, 19th. So they're going to just have to score points. And the, the only, and I do know there are some obstacles to that. The big one being that they are in a division with one ball control team with the Niners. But the Rams have no problem going into shootouts with people. They'll do it. The Seahawks, I think they're going to open up the playbook a lot this year. So I think that that NFC West is going to be wild, just like the AFC West. The two West divisions are going to be points divisions, and that's where a lot of yards are going to come out of. So I think Kyler's going to be chucking it. I'd say 50 passes a game at least. It's going to be nuts.
1: I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that Kyler's elite running ability might take away from his passing touchdowns?
2: I think that Kyler is going to learn much like I hate to compare him to Mahomes because being a Chiefs guy, it's really easy to do that. But if he can start to learn use his elusiveness and shiftiness, a bit like uh, Mahomes has and like Aaron Rodgers did in the past, to kind of just the threat brings the safeties up a little bit, brings the linebackers up a little bit, and lets them dump it over the top. Christian Kirk and Hopkins will be in possibly more one-on-one situations. One of those two guys will. And if they burn their guy, he has the arm strength to get it over the top for touchdowns.
1: Okay. I like it. John, who do you like as a passer? Leading passer. Well, this
0: year? I was for rushing. Uh, for sorry, for passing yards, leading QB. We gotta remember last year the two leaders were Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. team was seven and nine. Dak Prescott, team was eight and eight. So you're looking for a, a team that is about that good. Now, to me, the Cardinals are probably a playoff team. I've already made the shout that I think three teams are going to come from the West this year, the mm-hmm. NFC West. Now, I was tempted to go Baker, but with Stefanski there, they're going to run the ball like crazy. Um, So, I went to somebody who you could see being the overall passing leader. Somebody who you could say, oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, Maybe a bit of a deeper dive, but I'm going to go Matt Stafford. Oh, my gosh. You you stole it from me. Wow. Sorry, Doc. That's all right. Um, But, Yeah. Baker was my original thought, or Carson Wentz, but I think Carson Wentz is a bit too obvious of a pick. Carson Wentz is too sort of name-brand. You could easily see him. Stafford started last year really good. Will their team be good? Maybe. But will they probably get about seven wins? Yeah. That's fair. Um, That's the sort of quarterback you're looking for. You're not looking for you know, a quarterback on an amazing team because when they're up by a lot of points, they're going to be running the ball. Right. And what do you think about uh, Detroit's run game, John? Well, is Barry Sanders back on the team? Not yet. Well, that run game will never recover until Barry Sanders comes back. A real question. What do you think about the young boy, DeAndre Swift? What do you think about Well, he got hurt already once in preseason. Kerryon Johnson pretty much said he's... I have to live with a knee brace forever. There's no hope for running backs. Running backs for the Lions is a fool's pursuit. Yeah. It's anybody who's big on a Lions running back, that's usually an Andrew Shuttler call. He's usually a big running back for the Lions guy. Um, But, yeah, it's got to be Stafford this year. I could also see old man Rodgers just... Chucking it up. It's true. We're a big Rodgers podcast, I think.
2: I think we are. Or
0: yeah. we're a, a 50-50, maybe. I don't know about Doc. I you like, first, it. You like I you like, like Aaron. You like? Okay, yeah. Especially, like, pissed off Aaron eh, I think this pissed off version of Aaron Rodgers could also lead the league, too. Yeah. Okay.
1: I like, what do you think, Doc? Um, so, my, I, like I said, Stafford was my number one pick. Um, like we said, the run game sucks. He yeah. loves chucking it up there. Last year, he didn't always look great, but the numbers were good last year. <laughs> Uh, Remember, he only played eight games, but if you extrapolate what he did do out to 16 games, he would have had 38 touchdowns, 10 interceptions for 5,000 yards with his highest quarterback rating of his career. Not bad at all. Which would have been top three, or if not top. And he's also got a a pretty great wide receiver there in Galladay. Marvin Jones ain't no slouch. But I can't give you a repeated answer, ladies and gentlemen, because we ain't no low-quality podcasts like the Fantasy Footballers. We're going deep, baby. This is not an extremely deep ball, though. I'm going to have to go with my man whose number is engraved on my chest right now. It's my man, Russell Wilson. Now, everyone knows I love Russell Wilson. He's a great deep ball thrower. People have complained in recent years that they run too much, but I think the run game might suffer a little bit this year, ladies and gentlemen. I think the run train is over
0: for the Seahawks.
1: It could be Wilson's time to shine. You already kind of mentioned, Ian, you know, that you think the playbook mm-hmm. might open up. He's, he's unlimited, bro. He's unlimited. We yeah. How could we not he's mention unlimited. this fact? He has become unlimited. Do you think? Michael Wilson took some DMT or something midseason and became this kind of like alternate personality, Mr. Unlimited. Did he embrace the unlimited
0: nature of the universe's power and just become the greatest passer the NFL has ever seen, John? Well, when he did DMT, did he also change his name to Michael Wilson? Because I believe you're referring to Russell Wilson, Doc.
1: Yes, and I believe he did
0: it with my good man Terry Bridgewater. Terry Bridge over Troubled Water, Michael Wilson. Who would have guessed it? Going deep, baby. So we're not known for our name knowing, but uh, we'll keep going on. Uh, I think that's all of us done with our passers.
2: I will add one, like this real quick one that that kind of fit the category that you were saying about like a good quarterback on a team that's going to have to score a lot of points is a good old Matt Ryan.
0: Yeah, possible. Who,
2: who, I think he's won the passing title before. Yeah, I probably, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He probably has, and it's definitely possible. But I just don't. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. he's another
2: one I just put yeah. up there. Or just somebody like, and I put him kind of in a similar category as Matt Stafford. Just somebody who's gonna have to throw the ball.
0: Yeah, and these are just you know it needs to be a player usually from a seven, nine, eight, and eight 18 But again, you wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes won it. No, you know, I
2: mean that's we're
0: looking. We're we're more of a, a podcast that goes much deeper than these fantasy foolers now. We're going to keep on moving on to the AFC West. There is a place known to a few sought by many in the New Mexico desert where celebrities, normal people, NFL athletes go to retool and recalibrate themselves in the off-season. Last off-season, Michael Wilson and Terry Bridge Over Troubled Water stayed for three weeks in our wonderful oasis, tripping on DMT and changing their names. Come experience, a life-changing event. Call Andrew Shutler 1744-8761 for more. Information. Wow! I hope that really improves their quarterback play this year. Uh, the DMT magic trick. Well, we hope so. I guess they're tripping, and uh, can throw for five thousand yards this year. Anyway, AFC West: Star, sleeper, bust. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders,
2: Chargers. Great
0: division. Um,
2: it's gonna be a wild division this year, I think.
0: So, let's all go around. We'll start with a star. Um, what team we're we gonna start with first? Well, I think we can go through the Broncos first. We're gonna go, um, we'll go alphabetical order. So Broncos. What do you think, Ian? You are the guest, You're the star of the Broncos.
2: I actually think that this year the biggest jump we're gonna see is actually from Cortland Sutton.
1: One hundred percent. Completely agree.
2: Yeah, I think Jared Judy getting drafted is gonna help a lot, and just because already he was performing when basically he was the only receiving option right like we had font but did really like the work Sutton did and typically receivers in their first year aren't even that good so he already has set the bar very is high is this Sutton's second or third year I think it's his second. second year he was a rookie last year he was a rookie sure about that okay all right quite certain on that yeah okay and the addition of Gordon the addition of, of Shermer as their new offensive coordinator, I think they're going to be chucking it deep, going deep. Yeah. And I think the ideal man for all those deep balls is Cortland Sutton. So that's who I'm standing with. I think the team has intrigued a lot of people. Sutton's
0: third year, though. Yeah, that's what it's I saw. So okay. And last year he was good. He was quite good. 72 receptions, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. So he could. is he a person who you could see leading the league in receiving? Big time. Potentially. Absolutely, yeah, he Big absolutely guy. is,
2: and he's he's one of those guys you could get again in the fourth yep. or fifth round. Eleven
0: hundred yards that. is nothing to sniff at. Yeah,
1: and I, that's the same answer for me. He is also my star for the for the Broncos. Ladies and gentlemen, I just suggest you go real quick on YouTube dot com, search for Cortland Sutton twenty nineteen highlights, and check out some of his uh, touchdowns from last year.
2: Man, oh you're, my God! You're a Pat Shermer fan, right? And well, no, 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 I guess not, <laughs> but. uh what is the big part of his def- his offense? Sorry, you need the deep ball. You yeah, have and have chucking it. D- yeah. yeah, and Sutton is built for that. Well, yeah. So
0: you guys are going Sutton. For me, the Broncos, um, the star of the Broncos, the person you're gonna get. I like Noah Fant. I, I mean, I could have kept him for sleeper, um, but I do like Noah Fant as becoming sort of. There's going there's there's plenty of balls to go around, like in this offense. You got Cortland Sutton. And you got a young wide receiver in. um, Judy. Judy. And you got Fant. And you have two premier running backs and a young quarterback. We don't really know what the target share for each player is going to be yet because they haven't played together. I imagine Corton Sutton is the one. Judy has to get something. Fant, though, for a young quarterback, over the middle, small dump offs. I see a lot of work for Fant and Melvin Gordon. Um, But, yeah, I think Fant will be the star because you can get him in the last round
2: of the draft. Mm
1: -hmm. Nice. All right, let's move on to sleeper then.
2: Well, I'll go ahead and jump up on it because Font was actually my sleeper for that team for that exact reason that, you know, young quarterbacks love their tight ends, right? They absolutely do. And Drew Locke is, he has the ability to be a little bit shifty in the backfield, kind of run kind of bootlegs, other things kind of buy an extra second or two. He's athletic. Right, and players like that, what, who usually gets the ball when you've bought an extra second or two? It's the tight end, tight for end. sure. And when you have two receivers whose goal is to stretch the field and pull those safeties back, you're going to have Font on a right. linebacker. Now, Noah Font is a terrible blocker. When he was in Iowa, he but was an awful gonna, blocker. But him no, he, he's yeah. going to run more like Evan Ingram. Evan yeah, Ingram they, doesn't they, block they, either. Font's not
0: going to be a
2: blocker. Well, and again, going back, Schirmer yeah. used Evan Ingram. Yep. It, and Font's going to be used exactly the way Evan Ingram yep. was last
0: uh, Doc, who do you think for sleeper? All right,
1: I've actually got Drew Locke as my sleeper here, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And this is only because our main ginger bowl league is a super flex. So in average leagues, I think Drew Locke obviously he's goes on draft. a third quarterback usually. But, yeah, I like and, him as a third yeah. quarterback with potential upside to be a more regular play each week. Yeah. If, l- look at those weapons, John. Yeah, he's got five amazing weapons. Font, you, Font, you got Sutton, Judy. You got Gordon. You got Philip Lindsay. Like the five amazing weapons. If you can just make some good connections with a couple of those players, this kid might throw up thirty touchdowns. You could see
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, you usually um, see that. Yeah. And that so gets, I, I, like, I like. I like. Yeah, my sleeper is Lindsay. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you have to take Gordon before Lindsay because Gordon has scored a ton of touchdowns. Um, but Lindsay is being kind of like phased out by some people, but. I think this is more this backfield is going to be more along the 49ers model than people think. Now, Lindsay won't get passing work cuz Gordon can catch. He probably won't catch that many passes, but I do think it's not going to be I see like a 60-40, 65-35 split. I think if you pick Lindsay kind of late, if something happens to Gordon, who always has gets nicked up. He always has some knee problem for 2 weeks or some sort of he has always some little nagging injury for a little bit. I think Lindsey, where you get him in about the seventh, probably. I think mm-hmm. you get about the seventh this year, six or seven, is going to be a bit of a sleeper um, in what he's going to return.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And again, who is the GM for the Broncos? John Elway. Right. And. <laughs> He thrived in that zone blocking scheme his yeah. whole career. The Shanahan zone They're blocking run scheme it. is still, still up. Run it. Yeah. I, that 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 the the Denver zone blocking style is coming back. I even think Shermer's going to go ahead and team. do it.
0: Denver is a scary team with the weapons. the The defense never really left. There's, they've always had a pretty stout defense, mm-hmm. and if
2: and Chubb you, should be healthy this year, so. if
0: Locke is the answer. This is trouble for the Chiefs. Let me let it just be known. I'm excited yeah, for the Broncos too. this year. Yeah, right and too. I think exciting. they're one of those sort of teams that a lot of people are expecting a lot from. Nice. Um, hopefully they don't let us down. Should we move on to bus then, real quick? Uh, bust. Yeah, go for it. Ian, you got a bust for the Broncos? I do.
2: Uh, I think I've heard a lot of people agree with me on this one, but I believe Melvin Gordon's going to be a bust.
1: Ian, we're, we're we're making too many agreements on this episode. and it freaks me out.
2: The nemesis is over, I this guess. The same thing happened nemesis? the last
0: time Ian was here that the doc and Ian agreed for a considerable amount of things. I'm not sure if they've buried the hatchet. I'm not sure if there even is a hatchet. But they have very similar opinions, although they despise each other. Well, whilst you were in the bathroom, John, I did say that my new
1: nemesis is obviously those three twerps. Oh, fuck. From Arizona. Fuck
0: them. They don't
1: know nothing about I mean, a going
0: deep. going to give them all swirlies. They don't know nothing about going deep.
1: Anyway, apologies. Uh, continue, please, Ian. Who, tell me about uh, Melvin Gordon and why he's going to bust us here.
2: So, first of all, the Chargers decided he wasn't worth keeping around. They found a better back in Eckler. And then, not only that, I do know, and I know what you're going to say, he does score touchdowns, and I will agree with you on Gold that.
0: Goal back he could poach 10 touchdowns. But...
2: Noah Font's going to be the new goal line option, Okay. I would say, for sure, in that yeah. situation. Also, Locke is actually, if they're running bootlegs, is a yep. goal line option. And here's a weird stat that I found that just surprised me. Melvin Gordon's only had 1,000-yard season. Yeah. Philip Lindsay's had two. Yeah. Philip Lindsay's actually had been a more consistent rusher That's than Melvin Gordon. That's why I put Gordon. Lindsay
0: as my sleeper, because he's been very good. It's not going to change. You're not going to stop using somebody who's been good. Like it's gonna be much more of a timeshare. I think Gordon does offer a lot though when he gets going. That's his one thing, I think. I really hope they re-sign Lindsay and let
1: Melly go. That'd be. Well, awesome. They've already signed him for. Yeah, for but two this is a couple years. of years. Right? Cause Phillip, I because Philip. This is what is
0: third year for Philip Lindsay, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, third year. Yeah. Well, I mean, Gordon. This was Gordon's contract. Gordon kind of dropped the ball because they did. Remember, they did offer Gordon 11 million a year for the Chargers. At the beginning of last season, he turned them down. Got a little I water. think he did drop the ball, so they ended up get, seeing that Eckler was the player, mm-hmm. and gave the money to Eckler. Um, I think he dropped the ball there.
1: Fair enough, and yeah, real quick, like I said, I also agree, Melvin Gordon. We've already yeah. talked about it for a couple of minutes already. Yeah. Shared backfield. I still like Philip Lindsay. John, who's your bust for the
0: group? Yeah, Gordon just being drafted too high. Uh, my bust is going to be Judy. I don't see him getting more than... I mean, he'll have an okay rookie year, but he's a rookie wide receiver. Right. Five, 600 yards. Don't expect him to come in and get you 1,200 yards. There's already established playmakers on the team. There's three established playmakers. Four, if you want to count Gordon, who is a playmaker. Um, Yeah, you can't expect much from Judy. This year, that might be more of like a dynasty draft player.
1: All right, nice. I think that's
0: the Broncos done. then. Let's move on to your Chargers. Chargers. All the way to Chargers, Chargers. Is next. Okay, fine. For going
1: alphabetical, Chargers is next. All right, let's do the Chargers then. Star of the Chargers. Ian, who do you like from the Chargers?
2: We've talked about this a little bit already, but I actually think Austin Eckler is going to be the star for the Chargers. They're moving to a zone-blocking West Coast scheme. He is the perfect running back from what they're wanting to do. He's going to catch the ball a ton, he can come out of those zone-blocking schemes. He's there on the swing passes and the screen passes, and he can actually run routes as well. Mm-hmm. I could really see him killing it this year, and again, he's another great yeah. second-round pick.
0: He's going to be picked in the second round for sure. He has to be picked in the second round.
1: I agree with Ian once again. John, who's your star?
0: Uh, Keenan Allen. Like oh, I said in the other course. one, Keenan Allen. Um, I just think this team is a 6-10, and 7-9 team. If Herbert gets in there... Herbert's going to be looking at two places. I'll get to the other place in a minute, but he's going to be looking for the his best options, right? Mm-hmm. And I do think like like Eckler and Allen will have good seasons. Both of them will have good seasons. Mike Williams
1: getting injured as well. That
0: could be Mike a, Williams is out. Um, could yeah. be a factor. I see. I, I see Eckler and Allen having statistically good years, but sure. I see, that's just my opinion. Now we have our next thing is a sleeper. Ian, who's your sleeper for the Chargers. I swear
1: to God, if you take my player, I'm just going to leave.
2: My initial sleeper before I got injured was actually Mike Williams, for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: And I still am you not going to—
0: 1,000 yards left. And
2: here. I'm not—you know what? I'm not going to back away from that. Okay. I th- think, you know what? It actually makes him a deeper sleeper. Yeah. But he was one of the best deep ball receivers yeah. in the entire well, league. he just is. That's his— yeah. That's his game. Yeah, 20 yards depth of target on average for his... He had
0: over 1,000 yards.
2: And you know what? It's a long season. He's somebody who could... You could even pick up the waiver later. But, Tyrod Taylor, he actually sucks on short and mid-range passes. He's not good. But for some weird reason, he can throw the deep ball all right. Yeah. And... The only way to do that is receivers who have speed, who can just burn the back and get it, and that's what Mike Williams does. Well, the
0: thing is, even if they switch to Herbert, Herbert has a cannon, and Herbert, Herbert can make a deep throw as well. I, like, I see them switching about week six, yeah, seven, right? Switch it up. Um, but yeah, like, they have deep ball throwers. Mike Williams, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's what I see. He's healthy. Right, and, and again, yeah, if, if he turns out, if it's you know, there's been a lot of these little injuries going on all through the camps, and we in re- Just kind of sidetrack for a minute, but because the teams control everything that we see in the camps now, like there's much less information available than we usually have this time of year. So we really don't know.
1: Yep. What do you think, Doc? Um, All right, my sleeper. Now, this is merely a response to what the, the market has been saying Recently, with all the mock drafts and things that have been going on, my sleeper is actually, like you said, John, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, yeah. Mm. I just think you, people you are get sleeping for, like free. You exactly. get he's pretty much free. He's wide receiver like 20-something. Yeah. He's obviously not the 20-something best wide receiver okay. in the league. Okay, either,
0: either he's, get, he's not going to be 20. He's either going to be higher than 20, better than 20, or he's going to be way worse. There's no way he finishes as wide receiver 20.
1: Yeah. I just love Keenan Allen. He's like I said earlier on the podcast, one of the best route runners in the
0: league. I just think that people are sleeping on him relative to what his real he value is. Missed a lot of games early in his career, but mm-hmm. he has not missed a game for I'm pretty sure three seasons and four you, seasons. If you watch what he
1: does, yeah, he's great to
0: defensive backs. He's great. It's embarrassing. Yeah, he's great. It's embarrassing. And he's in good shape. He looks like he's like he looks like he's fit. He's ready to go. Um, I love it. I mean, I, I, I'm all over Keenan Allen if I can get him in fifth, sixth round, mm-hmm. which is where he's going. It's, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's fucking crazy. That's he what is, I said. He's a sleeper. He's nuts. All right, who's your sleeper, Joe? My sleeper is Hunter Henry, oh. a man who was always perceived as the next up-and-coming wide receiver, uh, tight end. You can get Hunter Henry very cheap this year. Very, in some cases, not even being drafted. If the Chargers go to Herbert, Herbert is going to be looking in the middle of the field for that safety net. That safety net is usually the tight end. I love rookie quarterbacks or second-year quarterbacks and the tight end. If their tight end is talented, that tight end is going to have a good year. Okay. Um, Where you can get Hunter Henry, he is a sleeper. I know for a couple years people have been saying, yes, he's the best tight end. He should be number one. But this is really the year where I think you're going to get something out of him.
1: I like it. Yeah, he's a
0: great, talented uh, tight end. It's always just the health that comes It's out. his health, yeah. So if he stays healthy, nobody's drafting him. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't see him really going too early. or He's going late. He has the talent. I mean, if he's if he finishes with 700 yards and eight touchdowns, you have yourself a top 10
2: tight end. Congratulations.
1: Very nice. Should we move on to bust then? You got something to say mm-hmm. there, Ian? You...
2: It actually leads me right into my bust, who is Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Hunter
0: Henry. Fair enough. I
2: actually completely disagree because there's a few things I think going against Hunter Henry going in, and it's not even the injury concern, which is always there with them for sure. Uh, one, uh, if, uh, the, the Chargers have one of the worst offensive lines. Yeah, it's not great. And they're going to need Hunter Henry to block a lot. Is it, he a it, good blocker? He is not a great blocker, but that's, they don't have any other options. Yeah. And we're talking about safety valves. Austin Eckler, Eckler? is an incredible yeah. safety valve. And I think a lot more often you're going to see him. Henry staying in okay. to bust Eckler loose, and also, where do tight ends make a lot of their yards? That over the middle, mid-range pass. What is Tyrod Taylor awful at? Over uh, the middle, mid-range pass. I'm pretty
0: pass. much. I'm expecting Justin Herbert to play. Okay. I'm not expecting Tyrod Taylor to play for very long. If Tyrod Ta- Taylor played 16 games, I would be shocked. I don't see that happening. I see him playing seven, max.
2: Yeah, but it's just like, I still, I think, even with all things considered, there are people at the back end of the board who are better tight ends than Henry. of course. I mean, Gusecki, even TJ Hawkinson, who's gotten kind of forgotten, I think he's a better tight end. Like, you know, you have, well, even, although there's some people who think Gronk will be great, I think Gronk will be just, like, that borderline and be fine. I think Henry has a lot of question marks, Mm -hmm. and I think he's much more likely to just break or bust than he is to, like, excel.
0: Well, I just like where you can get them, and like the fact that rookie coming in, maybe looking for him, you know.
2: I would say if I were drafting Henry, I'd probably be drafting two tight ends in that draft. Yeah, which could
0: be some people, like in the super flex, two tight ends doesn't look that crazy when you get to round 14. The Mm -hmm. options at wide receiver and running back are limited, but Jonu Smith, Austin Hooper are still available right. exactly it and of corona baby and it's the year of corona like austin hooper was tied in two last year or something to three maybe three or four so
2: i guess mine was just like i'm tired of waiting for the hunt the hunter henry party to oh, no, happen it's like but I i'm tired that, of every year people are like he's gonna do it and then like he never but does that's why
0: i think that that ship has sailed and that's why he's now a sleeper because people are like he's done but I think he has like some sort of sneaky sleeper value if you can sort of temper your expectations. What That's I will fair. say about Henry is when he does actually play and when he
1: can actually go downfield, he can, yeah. he's a great player. He gets touchdowns. He's just he a great player. He can yeah. catch well. Like I, I do like Henry. Obviously, the health complaints is a problem. Yeah. We'll see what Eckler does this year. My boss is actually Mike Williams, I'm afraid, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And this is before I heard about the injury uh, in training camp. And just from my, from my perspective... We said that Tyra Taylor is a good, deep passer, and right. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback all year. I think if they do make the move to the rookie, he's not going to be so reluctant to chuck it up there. And I just think that Mike Williams's best year, to me at least, it has that kind of whiff of, I don't want to say fluk, but, but luckiness to it. I just don't think that there's room in that wide receiver core to support two elite wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I think Allen is clearly miles better than Mike Williams. I just think it's Allen's year. I'm not a big fan of, of Mike Williams.
0: I'll agree, and I'll say yeah, Mike Williams is my bust. I, I can't pick him. Just mm-hmm. can't. No, Knowing that I know, I think Eckler and Allen are going to have big years. Eckler's going to have a big year, I think. I don't see them having a lot of offensive possessions or a lot of offensive snaps, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to see that offense providing for two... It's provided for two wide receivers.
2: And now, as as you know, I'm not one to hide what I'm doing. Like if I'm in the 13th to 14th round and that's my flames is there, yeah, I would Williams absolutely be. 14th, I, that's where you go I'd, I'd take that all day.
0: Um, Fair enough. And now,
1: next team we have is your Chiefs. I assume everyone said Mahomes is the star. This is the easiest
2: one. Yeah, I know it's really hard. Like I thought about it, I kept thinking, like, can I not choose Mahomes? But I can't. I actually think, if anything, uh, especially now the Chiefs are gonna have a couple suspensions to start the season on defense with Tanel out a couple of games, and then Rashad Breland out probably four games. It's, it's going to look a little bit like 2018 a bit more. The Chiefs adding Clyde Edward helaire You basically now have the same team operating that was there two years ago. So I, I, I want to try to make this sound interesting, but Mahomes is going to have an incredible season.
1: Now, Nico's sitting at home right now one week before the draft with the number one pick. Would you be annoyed or surprised or shocked if Nico went crazy and took Mahomes number one overall in a super flex league?
2: Ooh, that's a tough question because I am a big proponent of kind of getting that running back at one only because, you know, when that, if you think about everybody who picks again before you, you have the potential to have 15 running backs drafted before you get a draft again. Sure. So I do think it's a bit ridiculous, but only in that three to four pick range where, you know, on the swing back you can have a Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders type situation, Austin Eckler. I'd probably take it at, like, three or four.
1: Let me uh, ask you this. How many touchdowns do you think Mahomes is going to throw this year?
2: Believe it or not, there's already groups projecting over 50, which I think is insane.
1: It is a bit much. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much ceiling, right?
2: Yeah, I'd say I'd comfortably hit probably 40 to 45 in that range.
1: Yeah, I, I think my number is 43. John, how many uh, touchdowns is Mahomes going to throw this year? Over 40. Give me uh, a
0: number, though, bro. I said 43.
2: I'll say forty-five straight up.
0: Give me forty-one. Oh, okay. Go a little bit lower, because I think my star, C E H. Oh, there yeah. he is. Is gonna score eighteen touchdowns total. Total touchdowns.
2: I think that's about, I think that's pretty much what Kareem Hunt did. Is that's first, a, yeah. those are Kareem Hunt numbers? Yeah.
0: Like Kareem Hunt. Okay, the year Kareem Hunt kicked that woman, which was deplorable and gross, and he got suspended. He played eleven games. Where do you think Kareem Hunt finished in the fantasy output of half PPR? In that year? Yeah. What number running back was he? When he played 11 games, what number running back was I'm going to say nine.
2: Say about four. He finished eighth. Okay.
0: So that shows you that the Chiefs need to run the ball. Last year was a bit of an anomaly. It's not normal for a team to win the Super Bowl with really bad running backs.
2: Yeah, I think Damian was still at under. 500 yards. There was, was no
0: running back over 500 yards for the Chiefs. Yeah. That is not a number 1 in an Andy Reid offense. Everybody knows Andy Reid loves having a feature back uh, who can play all three downs. Mhm. And that is not normal for any team to not have a, at least a serviceable rusher. Right. Um so I think CEH is the star this year. He's going to I think he slides right in and I was looking at other first round NFL picked running backs and how they did their first year. Usually the track rec- record is pretty good. Mm. Uh, yeah. For the past 10, ten picks, maybe eight, eight or nine out of them were quite good. It's quite races. unusual to take a running back in the first round. It's usually like yeah. a, like a right. Barkley, yeah. a Zeke. Yeah, so you know, like Zeke was the NFL's leading rusher his rookie year, Barkley had 2,000 yards his rookie year. If you're getting drafted in the first round in the NFL and you're a running back, you are going to play. You're pretty you're good. You're going to
2: start. Well, and and the big difference between now and the last time I was on is with Damian Williams opting out, it's a very similar situation to what happened with Kareem Hunt yeah, where Spencer Ware got hurt. similar. And immediately he walked right in and just like, oh, he is actually really good.
0: Now, if CEH can stay healthy, you're looking at 1,700 total yards. You're could, looking, yeah. You're looking at... Ten plus touchdowns, fifteen touchdowns, who knows?
2: And the thing on that is if you remember like the big reason he got drafted is Andy Reid and Brett Veach called Patrick Mahomes and said, Who do you want to draft? And he said said, Clyde Clyde Edward Edward Hilaire. Yeah. Yeah. And he and so Patrick Patrick
0: Mahomes wants Hilaire to be the starter. He's bigging him up the whole time. He's gonna be the starter. He's gonna play. He's gonna play all three downs. He can catch, he can run. He is I, I don't know. I just really, maybe I've fallen for the hype.
2: That's fair. That's fair.
0: It's possible that I've fallen for the hype, but draft good players with good teams, and you're going to get good results. Let me ask you this. Would you take him over, Kamara? Well, don't tug at my heartstrings. Um, That's literally the one player who I wouldn't take him over. Um, Because Kamara, I, I love Kamara. I think Kamara is like, literally has redefined... Him and McCaffrey have redefined what the modern running back is. Mm-hmm. Kamara is in his deal year. Okay, He has no deal right now. He's getting $350,000 this year. Getting drafted fifth overall. It's hard to go against Kamara this year if you're picking. You take Kamara over Zeke? Yeah, for sure. It's hard to... Zeke's been paid. It's hard to go against the guy who hasn't been paid. He's going to do everything he can. To get on the field, score touchdowns, and have a good production. Have good production. Uh, but CEH is the star. Is gonna like Obviously, Mahomes is the star. Right. But CEH is also another star. That's a good. Uh, no, no, Fair I, enough. I like right, should
1: we move on to sleeper then? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ian, who's a sleeper for the old Chiefs, sir?
2: So, I actually don't think Clyde uh, Edwards-Holera is a sleeper. I don't think the first-round yeah, pick cannot Fane be a sleeper. He's not a sleeper. So, actually, the one I was looking at was actually Mecole Hardman. God
0: oh, damn it. Me too. I mean, right, all, so agree. everyone agrees with Miko
2: Hardman. Well, it's, you know, it's a typical right first-year receiver. He's you, running.
0: You, he's wide receiver too.
2: Yeah, and you create plays for him, and he showed that burst ability. he's almost as fast as Tyree Kill. Now all of a sudden, you put those both those guys in the same side of the field, When the same double post patterns that the Chiefs are running with Watkins, mm-hmm. and Hill last year. Now that'll be Hardman will be there. And,
0: Hardman is, uh, yeah, he's wide receiver two on the Chiefs. I mean, removing well, then, Kelsey, removing mm-hmm. Kelsey.
2: And uh, the other thing about Hardman is um, he he has not proven to be as injury prone as Sammy Watkins. That's so.
0: a, that was what I was <laughs>
1: going to bring up on my little section. The Lizard King cannot stay uh, yeah. healthy. <laughs> he, he, he just has
0: legs well, of is plastic. The, is the Lizard King even being drafted Is the in our league? I, I don't think he's being drafted in normal leagues, to be honest. But Mecole is. Micole Hardman yeah. is because Mecole Hardman last year scored eight touchdowns.
1: Yeah. So I think that's uh, that's unanimous from everyone, right? Can yeah, we just move I, on to bust? I, yeah, it's yeah. easy. Bust yeah.
0: is the hardest one as well.
1: This is a hard one. Obviously, the Chiefs, you know, a great offense. Take this with a little bit of salt, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard to project a bust. It really was,
2: Chiefs. actually. Who did
0: you go for, Ian?
2: I believe that the bust of Chiefs will actually be Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah, me too. He God just, damn it, yeah. ladies there, and gentlemen. But there's not that many
2: options. But yeah, yeah But, I mean? mean, for one, I mean, it's hard when you're basically tied in one always. It is hard to keep that up, right? And he did just get his contract extension. And with adding Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that adds another option on those little dump-off things the Chiefs love to do. That wasn't last year. Right, that exactly. was not
0: there. So people are, we're drafting Kelsey based on last year's production, which was, what, 1,200 yards? Mm-hmm.
2: About, right? And finished fifth, I think, in receiving in the NFL.
0: Okay. We're drafting him there. Maybe even 1,300. It's possible he had Yeah, like, I
2: do think it was like 1,350, okay. something like that. So we're that.
0: drafting him based on that, but we're drafting him based on the fact that the Chiefs had no running back last
2: year. Right, Exactly. And with that also, like, this sense, the Chiefs are quite high. This is going to surprise all of you. And Ricky Seals-Jones and using him a few times. And I do think the Chiefs do want to use, you know, a two tight end set more often and sometimes use Kelsey that distraction. Like, Ricky Seals-Jones yeah. could end up catching three to 400 yeah. yards.
1: Let me ask you this. Who do you think is going to be the tight end one this year?
2: Kittle. Okay. Yeah, I mean.
1: I, I, that's what, that was my pick as well. Yeah, what do I you think, think, though, as a Chiefs fan?
2: I think Kittle pretty easy. I think Kittle's a pretty easy. One.
1: I, th- I think he's already the best tight end in the league overall. When you include his blocking, have you seen? He's six oh yeah. years younger. Have you seen
2: Kittle block? Of course, he again. Oh my God! You Put guys it, know my love of the the Iowa School of Tight Ends, and he's another Iowa product. So you yeah. have to
0: remember he's six years younger. He also is playing in an offense that has no wide receivers. No, except him.
2: Remember. So, being a Chiefs fan, I remember the years when Tony Gonzalez was the only option the yeah. Chiefs, and that's why he blew up. I think Kittle's in a really similar or do situation. you mean Toby
0: Gonzalez? Because I believe that was one said by you at <laughs> another point. Toby the, Gonzalez was Did he another, also take DMT? I think Toby Gonzalez took DMT. Because I remember distinctly there was a Toby Gonzalez shout. Um, anyway, yeah, I do think where you're going to draft Kelsey... There's no way he's gonna get you 1,300 yards again. No, not with Ceh eaten into 500 yards. Ceh is gonna get four or five hundred yards catching. Yeah, C-E-H. I C-E-H. do C-E-H. see that
2: easy. And, he, and he's a red zone target too, as well. Yeah. And Mahomes has shown the propensity to actually run it in. The Chiefs are Chiefs run the option a lot near the goal yeah. line, yeah. a lot. So
1: fair enough. So I think like we're all good for. Well, my last point on Kelsey, just if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, ladies and gentlemen, remember we are in a super flex league here in the Jinju Bowl. If you're taking a tight end in the second li- round, you're fucked. Your season's over. Yeah, your season's done. So, uh, please do not be tempted. Well, well, be I tempted. Mean, be you as can do tempted it if you as you want. want.
0: Be as tempted as you want. You ain't gonna win though. Baby. If you're taking a tight end in the first six rounds in a super flex league, just starting, not a dynasty league, you are going to fail because you can't. There's you won't be able to recoup what you could have had. Certainly not in the second round. Okay, last team is the The Raiders. Raiders. An exciting team as well. Move to Las Vegas. Yeah, the Vegas Raiders. I'd like to, to be quite honest, one day go to Vegas on a trip, watch the Raiders play, and gamble away all my money. If Josh Jacobs is there, I will definitely come along for that trip. Now, is he your star?
1: I mean, is there any other player that you could possibly pick? Nope. For, you, me, you I yeah, for me, you said he was the leading
0: rusher. I also wanted Jacobs, to choose him as my rusher. Yeah, Jacobs is the man.
2: I actually decided because I knew everybody would go to Jacobs, but I don't think Jacobs is a surprise. So I actually went with a little more fun for that, which was uh, Darren Waller.
1: Again, the rebound coming back once again for the star player on the Raiders. Tell me why.
2: So here's the thing. Uh, once again, you're talking a team with basically they had no wide receivers at all last year, like a bunch of bunch of chumps.
0: Tyrell Williams, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Gruden over there, yeah. hard knocks, hitting on hundred run. And they got girlfriend. Rugs coming
2: in, and rookie receivers never do much. Yeah, Derek Carr loves Darren Waller to throw to, and the Raiders are are playing in a more offensive division, and they're gonna have to just keep up in those games. And I could, you know, we were talking about guys who could potentially lead the league in receiving as a tight end. Waller does have that an opportunity, and he's somebody you could draft low enough that you actually get proper value out yeah, of Waller
0: it. Yeah, Waller was Waller was quite good last year. Um, I have some notes about that later, but um, he
2: yeah. might, might be your sleeper. I'm not it sure. He might be my bust. It might be your bust, but that that's kind of a big point on that. Also, can we point out that the uh, Ra- the Ra- Raiders have decided to call their stadium the Death Star?
1: The Death Star. I'm, I'm serious. Lo- I, love <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It goes on brand. Man, I love it.
0: I'm all about it. Like, but, if but, you're going to
2: be evil, just be evil. So, so they're saying, like, like just, one lone dude, like, like Philip Rivers or Eckler's just going to show shoot up? Shoot a
0: swamp rat sized hole in the middle of it and blow it up? Yeah. But, I mean, I love the fact that the Raiders embrace their Trevor Lawrence persona. looks a bit
2: like Luke Skywalker when the Chargers draft him next year. Maybe yeah, he'll come in and maybe. do it.
0: I do like the fact that, yeah, they do. The, the Raiders have always been the NFL's the bad boy enemy. The enemy of the whole league. It,
2: that is true. If you ask everybody who their biggest rival they is, they all be, say they're
0: Raiders. They they want to be the enemy. They so do. why not be the villain? Embrace it, baby. Yeah, and they have, and they've won Super Bowls. A lot of teams have not found any identity, and they're swirling around the toilet bowl of despair. And not even a team, barely a team, can't win a Super Bowl. And I it. The Raiders have.
1: I love it, John. Uh, my star is also Josh Jacobs. Everyone's talked how much they love him. Um, the one thing that has not come up this episode is the offensive line for the Raiders. And a little bird told me, a former offensive lineman whose name I will not utter on this podcast, but who whose opinion I take very seriously, told me that the Raiders might have the most improved offensive line this year. And if that's the case... Josh Jacobs, ladies and gentlemen, is going to win that rushing title. Yeah, I
0: see the Raiders as a big. Like, the AFC West, like the NFC West, is good. And these teams are going to be fighting each other tooth and nail this year to see who gets in there. Now, I think the Chiefs are going to get in there because their team is the best. Mm-hmm. But there are, there is another spot coming from the AFC West.
2: Oh, for sure. I could see, with seven playoff teams, two yeah. teams coming out. Uh, so, Sleepers for the Raiders. This is, for me, this was an easy one. Also, so my sleeper was actually Derek Carr. Yeah, I agree,
0: Ooh. me too.
2: Uh, he threw for over 4,000 yards last year, yep. and we just talked about nobody to throw to. Yeah, like imagine giving that guy any options. Uh, they've given him a plethora of weapons this offseason. You know who he reminds me a lot of, and uh, this is gonna be surprising, but Alex Smith, yeah, like yeah. He, he, you know, high completion percentage, like. Found a really weird stat. Not many
0: interceptions.
2: Only two NFL quarterbacks in history have had a 70% completion percentage, 4,000 yards, and less than 10 interceptions. Drew Brees, Derek Carr. People forget, when he had weapons,
0: when he had Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, when Michael Crabtree was good, he was going to win the NFL MVP. Mm-hmm. Until he blew out his knee. Yeah. He was He was going to win the NFL MVP.
2: And news at a training camp sounds like he's easily holding off Mariota.
0: I think Mariota... You'd hope so. That's, oh, my God. On. Mariota he's, is a He's a not an NFL star. Honestly, he yeah. was... I think I could throw further than Mariota, to be honest, right now. Underhand? Put me, uh, put me on the field, Mariota. I like my chances to throw further than him. Fair enough.
1: Um, yeah, I like that sleeper call. Personally, I, I just feel that Derek Carr is a little bit conservative, and I do think they're going to go with a run game this year, but we'll see what happens. My sleeper, actually, is that new boy in town, baby. Is Henry Ruggs the III. Mm. Now, he's a... A late round pick in your fantasy leagues, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he was, got to remember that he was the first wide receiver taken in the draft yet, last year, so they obviously have an idea for how they're going to use him. And it I was don't a curious like, pick, though. It was it curious. Was, it was absolutely. And he's obviously the
0: fastest player and in the G- draft this year. So, what I think that pick was, was this is the FC West and we have to find a Tyreek Hill. I agree. Well, that, and also I think they want that effect on the opposing Yeah, defenses. they want somebody to take the top off.
1: Exactly, yeah. so Jacobs can rush up. And so I, know I don't that.
0: know how well he'll do,
1: because Carr is loath to go deep. Exactly, and that's what I was going to say. It depends on his usage. But if Gruden can use him in those short little passes off, or, or even like jet sweeps or whatever, mm-hmm. and he can just take off. Uh, I'm excited for Ruggs this year, just to see what he does to the defense. Even okay. if he doesn't get crazy Come. numbers, yeah. I think he's gonna have a, a transformational effect on that offense. Yeah,
0: for me that was more an offensive building block. I kind of agree. On it that. wasn't more like he like okay, they could have got CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy and had, had, and had like an immediate impact player. But it's possible if they can the offense well, that he will be good in the future. that the offense will kinda he might be an engine for the offense. We'll see. I just um, hope they pass it to him in those short little passes and they don't just use him as like a deep bomb throw. But the thing is, when Derek Carr was going to win MVP, he was chucking it up. And he was mm-hmm. throwing it deep to Cooper and deep to Crabtree all the time. You think but that might happen I, I again? I think what happened was they haven't given him anything for years. No, no weapons around him. And I'm going to get to it in my bust. And also, it does take something out of you if you step up to throw a deep ball and somebody blows your knee out. Which is exactly what happened It'll to him. It'll have that psychological Yeah, impact. I think there's a psychological impact. Fair enough. All right, John, who's your sleeper? Uh, my is also Derek Carr. Uh, you get him for pretty much free. Um, in our league, which is Superflex, two QBs, he should be your third quarterback if you can get him. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's safe. He's very safe. He has a His floor is defined. But also, you wouldn't be surprised if he threw 32 touchdowns. No, oh, he can end up co- like you wouldn't be surprised. I'd, I'd be a little bit surprised. I wouldn't be that surprised.
2: I'd seem him end up like given QB his, fifteen, QB twelve. Given
0: what he's done in the past, he has had thirty-two touchdowns.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't be that surprised. When I get to my bus, I'll explain why I wouldn't be that surprised. I mean, again, I just don't think they had Josh Jacobs in the backfield at that time.
2: But again, he, he, he threw for four thousand yards last year. Yeah, he threw. 4, How many 000? touchdowns? Twenty-two. Used. That's
1: a that's a big increase. That's a. A fifty percent increase. When I get to my bust, I'll tell what If your boy Rugs catches him, uh, well, and I'm excited for Rosa. Now well, let, let's move on to busts. Okay. And who's your bust?
2: Well, this is gonna annoy you. Finally, we're on a disagreement. I think Rugs is going to be a bust. Fair enough. I can uh, see why. Um, I can see why. I mean, for one, he won- when they drafted him, that was ridiculous. Judy was the better receiver at the time, and I'm surprised it didn't. CeeDee
0: Lamb might be the best receiver, but
1: I like it. It's an though. argument.
2: I
0: still like it.
1: I'm sorry. I like he, the idea when you have a game plan for a receiver. Yeah. If he, you,
2: well, so an example, he reminds me a ton of how the Chiefs, and and, and maybe this will work right, but they have a different quarterback with Carr, and Carr is still good, but he's not Mahomes. So you're honestly a lot of what Hardman kind of did last year, where they're gonna ha- going to have to design plays for Ruggs. Mm. I don't think Ruggs, especially missing a lot of the rookie camps and everything, is going to be sophisticated yeah, enough on I, the route
0: running. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't think he's... I don't think they drafted him for that. I think they drafted him because he ran a four two.
2: I think he's going to be. I think his main role in that offense actually be punt and kick returns. I think that's no, what they I really don't, want. I for don't
0: him. see that. What I see is that he is the building block of the offense they want to create. They're yeah. looking to create a chief like offense where you, with speed and a very talented tight end mm-hmm. and a good running game. You need speed. You need speed to clear out the defense. Yeah, you do. Ruggs is going to be asked his rookie year to run a lot of routes where he gets nothing for it. And that's, yeah, I, I can see him being a bust here. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have put him at bust, but I have a different person. That is more okay.
2: Bust. Yeah, he's uh, just somebody like, like... I'm not saying in the future he's
0: not... In Dynasty, mm-hmm. I don't think he's a bad pick. In Dynasty, I can see him being good, not this year, but next year. When they solidify their offense and people have to play the box for Jacobs... They gotta watch out for Waller, and then over the top Rugs hits you with a sixty-yard touchdown. Four point two, baby. I nice don't. Pass. I don't see it this year, though. This year, there's still I see something molding together. I think this is a transition year, but I think I they can make the playoffs. I, I think this might be like a fringe team. It's a crazy division. Yeah, huh? this is a, this is a good division. Anyway, any last thoughts on 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 Rugs?
1: There,
2: Rugs. No, no, like it's not. It's not much more. Complicated. And typically, first-year receivers very rarely do go off at all. And I, I tend to just not draft rookie receivers.
0: Yeah, it's hard it's hard to draft a rookie receiver. It's a fair
1: rule. Um, my bust, honestly, it's not really a bust. I'm just saying never draft this player. It's Tyrell Williams. Well, he's, That's fair. he's out now. He, he, he's undraftable. <laughs> but let me just tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. He was, he was forced into the number one role as a receiver on that yeah. team last year. He had the second highest... What was that? Sorry. Sound guy, like
0: Keith, what the
1: fuck? I don't know what he's doing. I think maybe he's going on strike. He, he's been unhappy these past few there's weeks. There's
0: no fucking union here.
1: He's a
2: big Tyrell Williams fan.
1: He's been what?
0: having no name drops, John. I think that's why. Honestly, there's no union that's going to support you. The only reason you're fucking even working and eating is because of us. That's true. Just settle down.
1: All right, now, now let me just finish my terrible point on Tyrell Williams. He had the second highest drop rate of the decade. Last year, ladies and gentlemen, 10.6% drop rate. The worst, second worst of the decade. So this man is done. I think his career is done. I don't think he's ever going to find another team. He can maybe play a flag football in Canada if he wants, with Begoa, a great guest from last
0: week, but he's not on another NFL team. Bagoa was a great guest, and I'll say this. That's something the fantasy footballers don't have. The fantasy footballers don't even put guests on the show because they're conceited, and they know it. They don't want to share the limelight.
1: Zero diversity.
0: Anyway. Um, now, bus for me is Darren Waller. Okay. I want to hear why. Now, this is kind of a big picture argument. Darren Waller had 90 receptions, 1,100 yards, and I think three touchdowns. Not a lot of touchdowns last year. No. So where he's being drafted, he's being drafted in the fifth and sixth round. Even in our league, he's being drafted fifth and sixth round. He's being drafted as tight end three. I think he's going to return you 800 yards. So okay. I think he's being overdrafted. As a bust, I don't mean he's going to go down to zero. I'm just saying he's being overdrafted for what that offense is about to become. That offense, they found their engine in Josh Jacobs. They got the big tight end to kind of fit into the middle of the field. And they've built it. They've built in Henry Ruggs uh, and Another rookie wide receiver, Edwards, mm-hmm. and Hunter Renfro. Renfro yeah. Yep. They've got a lot of young speed at wide receiver, so I think what they're trying to do is there's just there's a lot of mouths to feed. But this year, I just I don't see them going only to Waller. Last year, there was no wide receivers. Tyrell Williams, like you just said, terrible. He was horrible. Who was their other wide receiver last year? Nobody knows. Renfro. Renfro. Renfro, Renfro yeah. got hurt. Um, they had another guy. I think they cut him. They don't. Waller was it. Waller was their right. wide receiver. He was their tight end last year. I see his thing. His stats going a little bit lower, um, just based on the fact that they're finally getting to do what they want to do. So let me ask you this. I
2: I, I will answer. Go ahead.
0: Just real quick. You said you don't
1: think uh, Ruggs is going to catch many catch many passes. You I just, don't think Waller is yeah. going to catch. Who's going to catch the
0: passes? No, I think it's going to be more spread around. Because mm. I don't think they're going to be airing it out that much. I think they're going to throw it, but it's that the options are so many now. Whereas last year, there was just Waller. There was just Waller in the passing game. There was no receivers at all. Um, And no Jacobs at all in the passing game last year. Weird, huh? Is that going to be a thing this year? I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. He said
1: a couple days ago, I'm going to catch 60 passes. He was drafted when he came out of college as a pass catching yeah. back. It's but it, weird that they didn't use him A few time. days ago, he said, I'm going to catch 60 balls. I can't wait. He's going to be the RB1. He catches 60 passes, yeah. A, any thoughts, Ian, uh, on any of this?
2: Oh, well, I mean, if, if we're talking about overall, I do think the Raiders' offense this year is actually not going to be that good. I think they're they're going to move the ball, but I, I think in terms of touchdowns, it's going to be a real problem. I think they're have trouble punching it in. And so... If, if we're going to talk about the whole division overall, I do think the Chiefs are usually the best team in that division. Not, no shit. Yeah, yeah I know. Super it's like, Bowl yeah, I know. champions. I know. Like it's 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 uh Usually
0: it's, the team that wins the Super Bowl goes to the playoffs next year. Usually the team that loses the Super
2: Bowl does not though. That's true. There's although,
0: almost a 45% chance the Steelers uh, the 49ers will not
2: Although the playoffs. Uh eh, with that one extra team, I this do feel year, good. I think they're going to do
0: but I, I, I didn't I think, call. By the way, I want to call somebody out on this podcast right now. I'm not sure who it was, but I know I made a bet with you, and I know I said the Rams weren't going to make the, play, the playoffs after the in the 2019 season. And they didn't. I know who you are, and I want you to step forward and give me my money. Wait, who, who was it, John? Yeah, no, they know who they are. They know who they are. Fair enough. We Any out. other thoughts before we finish this thing off?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give like a real. Br- Quick, quick, quick rundown of the whole division. Uh, I do think the Chiefs are the best team. I think that the probably second best team, the Broncos, I think the Broncos make it to 10 wins. I think the Raiders actually only end up at 8 wins. And I think I think the Chargers are bad and win 3-4 to four games. Yeah,
0: Chargers are going to be the worst team.
2: But I think in about next year, with the way all the moves and things made, it's going to be a division of fireworks. We're going to see every game in the 30s in divisional games next year. I
0: like how time. the offenses, we can see the offensive plans taking
2: shape. So, uh,
0: I think that's fantastic. It's going to
2: be really interesting. We have the NFC West who's gone kind of more the Slugfest style, and the AFC West who's gone more just like, all right, let's just open it up and fire away.
1: Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are we done with this? I think we're done today. It's been a long
0: one. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. We just had a great conversation. And we want to say one last time fuck the fantasy footballers. They're criminals, dicks. Can't go deep on nothing but a fucking pizza.
2: The neckbeard Nazis over there.
0: And now, folks, we're one week out. from immortality will you be remembered this year for throwing up on another man's couch or will you be remembered for greatness keep on going deep <music>